Welcome to This Week in Astrology. This is episode number 569 for January 18 through 24, 2021. This week features an intense U.S. Inauguration Day with Saturn semi-square Neptune and Mars conjunct Uranus. We also have a powerful Mars-Jupiter square, a new grand cross that supports compassionate partnership for a worthy cause, and three bonus aspects. Thanks so much for joining me. I'm your host, Benjamin Bernstein, broadcasting from thisweekinastrology.com. I simultaneously record these weekly forecasts as an audio podcast and a video, so you can choose whichever format you prefer. The video version includes detailed chart graphics, as you'll see, which you can also see in my written forecasts at astroshaman.com. We're honored to be one of the internet's top 10 astrology podcasts. Check out our website, thisweekinastrology.com, where you can hear the show and subscribe to podcast updates. And if you have not already, be sure to click the link in the show notes for two chances to win a free Astrology Plus session with me each month. In fact, I just got an email today as I recorded this, and one of my free session winners uh, contacted and said, oh, I'm ready, let's do our session. What's old as we come into this week, we have a waxing moon and that grand cross with Vesta, Neptune, North Node, and South Node is continuing through March 18th. What's new? On Tuesday, January 19th, the sun enters Aquarius at 3.40 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This gives you a month to focus on the highest expressions of this sign. These include embodying and expressing your unique human self, following your intuitive hits, and serving others using your special gifts and talents that you most love to use. On Wednesday, January 20th, Inauguration Day, Saturn, Semi-Square, Neptune, and Mars conjunct Uranus. So what's the astrology news as Joe Biden is sworn in as the new U.S. president? First off, law of attraction work and embodied awakening, both of which are linked in the show notes, are energized by a Saturn-Neptune semi-square. That's Saturn at 4 Aquarius and Neptune at 19 Pisces. That's happening at 11.58 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I believe that's two minutes before Biden is supposed to be officially sworn in. This minor heart aspect came into orb on December 9th and remains energetically connected through March 12th. If you want to eliminate something from your life, this aspect can also assist with conscious dissolution. Inauguration Day also features a Mars-Uranus conjunction at 7 Taurus. That'll be at 3.38 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. On the challenging side, this aspect is associated with sudden or unexpected violence or aggression. So it's appropriate that Biden's swearing in will take place under extreme security precautions, including an empty national mall. On a personal level, do your best to avoid potentially violent people or situations. I know there's been a lot more abuse and such during the pandemic with people locked in together, victims with perpetrators. On the high side, a Mars-Uranus conjunction is a wonderful combination for innovative leadership, sexual experimentation with consenting parties, please, or taking immediate action on your intuitive flashes. In politics and other areas, with Uranus in Taurus, this conjunction can represent rapid, radical change to existing structures. This Mars-Uranus conjunction is further empowered by its squares to Jupiter and Saturn, as I already noted in last week's podcast and in my current written forecast for the Jupiter-Uranus square. That forecast is for January 17th. 
I have a link to that in the show notes. Let's go on to Thursday, January 21st. We have our first bonus aspect, Neptune conjunct Ceres, both at 19 Pisces. Ceres is a very interesting asteroid goddess, also known as Demeter in Greek mythology. Her myth is that she has a beautiful daughter, Persephone. Pluto comes up in the underworld, rapes her, abducts her down to the underworld to be queen. And Ceres slash Demeter mourns inconsolably. She is the grain goddess. Nothing grows. And the gods have got to work something out or all life on Earth will perish, which, of course, is a theme we're increasingly needed to concern ourselves with, with global warming. Anyhow, with Ceres, therefore, Ceres represents sorrow, loss, shadow work. Now, Ceres did get her daughter Persephone back for half the time. She's up with Mama during spring and summer, and she goes back down to be Pluto's queen in the fall and winter. So Ceres is therefore about, as I said, shadow work, mourning, release, sorrow. But Ceres is also the goddess of harvest and abundance and prosperity. So the way I've put these two together into the same myth is the more you do your shadow work, the more you face and heal the things that, you know, you were pressed down because they're too painful, that opens you more and more, thus enabling you to receive more and more abundance. It all just kind of naturally goes together. You can think of a pipeline if you're all clogged up with sorrow and repressed emotions, that pipeline is kind of clogged up with just a narrow little opening, but you start doing your shadow work, you start clearing that pipe, opening it up then more can flow in, including abundance. Now, how does Neptune relate to all this? Neptune is the divine flow of energy and information. So in the way I would think about this, if you're going to do good shadow work, and I've got a healing invocation, um, if you go to the show notes and look for the uh, invocations for healing and awakening or the the free invocation masterclass. That's what I'll link to regarding this. You can actually call your divine to do the healing for you. I've done this for years where if I have some kind of unpleasant thing stirring up, I literally just ask my divine to do it for me. And this invocation that you'll link over to, if you want to, will show you how to do that. So that's Neptune flowing in as divine healing, divine flow to heal the shadow stuff. Now Ceres is also abundance and prosperity. And as I said, the more you clear the shadow work, the more the abundance and good energy can come in. And this could also translate to law of attraction work, which I mentioned earlier, where you're calling in from the divine, the specific physical manifestations that you want and creating abundance and prosperity that way. So all that can be worked with Neptune conjunct series. Let's go on now to Saturday, January 23rd. At a basic level, a Mars-Jupiter square, Mars, a Taurus, Jupiter, eight Aquarius, has Jupiter amplifying the potential expressions of Mars. I discussed the red planet in my January 17 forecast for Jupiter squaring Uranus on the last podcast, and there I noted that the challenging side of Mars can bring attack, aggression, violence, and murder. The life-affirming potentials of Mars include striving for a worthy cause, as well as embodying the initiator, sexual being, athlete, and entrepreneur. Actually, I don't think I talked about that last week. This is content I added as I wrote the actual forecast for the second half of the month, uh, just in the last day or two. But with Mars and Taurus, this aspect can amplify endurance and persistence. It encourages you to slow down and enjoy the full body sensuality of sexual connection. And it can also help you to expand your material or financial resources. Another bonus aspect here on Saturday, January 23rd, Venus sextile Neptune. Venus at 19 Capricorn, Neptune at 19 Pisces. 
Venus and Neptune are a natural pair. Neptune is considered the higher octave of Venus. Neptune is divine inspiration. Venus is the human artist creating through effort. The sextile is harmonious and strong connection. It's a soft aspect. And Venus in Capricorn likes to get things done. So overall, this is an incredibly good aspect for creative expression, not only having the ideas, but expressing them and getting them out into the world as well. If you want to put Venus in terms of relationship, um, you can take a very practical approach to relationship or focus on relationships that have a more practical flavor to them. And Neptune can guide you intuitively and give you more beautiful connection, whether these relationships are romantic or otherwise, that can work really beautifully. So some ways to work with Venus, sextile Neptune. Another bonus aspect on Saturday, January 23rd, a Sun-Saturn conjunction at 4 Aquarius. Uh, the Sun just represents you personally or your vitality. Saturn, of course, is the planet whose high side include being mature, wise, responsible, plan the work, work the plan, use your time well. Uh, in Aquarius, when Saturn's in Aquarius, then you combine the archetypes. Aquarius says first lead with the intuitive hit, just the knowing of those intuitive flashes hitting, and then use Saturn to organize that. And then Sun, you can express it into your life. So some interesting ways you could use a Sun-Saturn conjunction. Now, anytime, just more simply, a Sun and Saturn are together, if you're hitting obstacles or roadblocks, then ask yourself, am I actually doing the right thing? Should I be redirecting course or should I be persevering? Am I just being tested to see if I have the gumption to stick with this thing I really am supposed to be doing? And again, the only way I know for sure to tell which is which when your mind can make a case either way is to go with those intuitive hits and the Aquarian placement can help you with those. On Sunday, January 24th, a new Grand Cross supports compassionate partnership for a worthy cause. Your noblest instincts can flourish more easily thanks to a grand cross that starts today on January 24th. It includes Juno, Vesta, Neptune, and the lunar nodes. This aspect pattern peaks on February 20th and ends on March 14th. Vesta represents selfless service to a higher cause. Juno represents committed partnership. This could represent you and someone else joining forces to support this cause or it could stand for your partnership with the cause itself. Neptune adds the compassion and unconditional love you would feel for this worthy cause, and the lunar nodes steer you towards supporting a cause aligned with your life purpose. Those are pretty basic ways of interpreting that optionally. Neptune could add spiritual or creative elements into the mix, and the lunar node's placement in the axis of communication, south node in Sagittarius, north node in Gemini, could encourage you to learn more about this worthy cause or share information about it. That is our forecast, but let me ask you, are you ready to awaken to happiness now and create the life you truly desire? Join me and a new crew of over 40 amazing transformational teachers, mentors, leaders, and way showers. We're all coming together on the Alara Canfield Show, Awaken to Happiness Now Masterclass Series. Enjoy dozens of wonderful conversations and experiential processes. In fact, I'll be twice on the show this season. Alara has invited me back as a presenter to help inspire and empower you. Create the life you truly desire. Join us as together we step into a new sacred reality. When you register, you'll receive access to the live shows and replays. You'll also receive valuable gifts from the presenters. 
experience powerful conversations, processes, clearings, and tools. Transform your energy, life, and consciousness forever. Activate your free access now. The link is in the show notes. In the last few episodes of this podcast, I've been telling you a lot about my dear friend B.J. Hardin-Jones' deep dive course based on the work of Byron Katie. Its starting date is just around the corner on February 1st. And in a nutshell, BJ's course could help you transcend confusion and suffering, see the grand illusion for what it is, and make consistent contact with a loving presence within. If you feel called to work with her, she could be carrying just the medicine you need. Click the link in the show notes for more on this life-transforming opportunity. It starts on February 1st, and space is limited. So check it out now if you're interested. Everyone is welcome to participate in many Awakening Plus Zoom calls for free. These events support your individual healing and awakening, as well as global spiritual awakening. Some events are for Awakening Plus members only, but we'd love to have you join our supportive online community. Dip your toe in the water with our 30 days for $1 risk-free trial membership. Here are details on this week's three events, all at 8 p.m. U.S. Eastern Time. And then I'll give brief summaries of our other events remaining in January. This Tuesday, January 19th, a free public event. The guest presenter originally scheduled for this date has canceled. So instead, we're doing one of our members' favorite events called Divinely Directed. This call is directed by Spirit's in-the-moment guidance to serve each person's highest good. We start each call by singing the directions, calling in our divine allies, and making sure we have a safe, radiant sacred container. Then our guided group meditation spontaneously unfolds. I narrate the experience serving as the group's empathic tour guide. Each divinely directed call is unique. However, a typical call features a subtle field being held within this sacred space. Each person receives the specific awakening, healing, or spiritual experience that serves their highest good. In addition to these customized individual experiences, the group often blends together as a single divine being. Words like bliss and euphoria simply are not adequate to describe some of the ecstatic spiritual experiences we share in the inner worlds. That should last between 60 and 90 minutes. Then we have a members-only event on Wednesday, January 20th, our second community connection call of the month. We have these twice a month. Community can be crucially important on the spiritual path. This is especially true now when so many of us are physically isolated. You may not be part of a spiritual support group where members gather in the same physical space. Even if you are, do you feel fully aligned with that group's energy? In Awakening Plus, we experience the joy of creating and deepening connection with each other online. We support each other in large and small groups from the comfort of our homes with no risk of catching the coronavirus. To encourage uninhibited sharing and respect confidentiality, community support calls are not recorded. So I hope you can join us live. Those last about 90 minutes. Then we have one more free public event, the one we do every week called New Earth Support Team. These are Thursdays at 8 p.m. U.S. Eastern Time. In this popular weekly event, we're now routinely pulling over 50 people into an event. We first create our sacred container and invoke embodied awakening. Then we team up, flowing energy to support the more awakened new earth currently blossoming. 
our intention is always the same, but the divine keeps it fresh by providing endless variations on this amazing experience. Thankfully, one thing remains consistent, the personal spiritual upgrades and profound bliss we always receive. The guided meditation lasts about an hour, followed by optional feedback, Q&A, and conversation. Then looking briefly ahead to the following week, Tuesday, January 26th, a members-only event called Individual Healings That Also Bless the Senders, and then an experimental event on Wednesday, January 27th called Journey of Discovery, co-facilitated by one of our members, Larry Morningstar, and myself, and that's going to be a kind of see-what-happens sort of event. We're excited to be, you know, applying some new territory there. Awakening Plus features at least 10 live streaming events each month. Many are open to everyone for free. Members receive these exclusive benefits. There's at least 10 live Zoom calls to choose from each month, about half are members only. Members get an archive of over 290 life-transforming events, plus a best of guide so they can choose the best. There's enlightening course content, including the complete 16-part Invocation Masterclass, two community connection calls per month. You can choose an accountability partner, get into the private forum, just lots of juicy stuff. You can learn more or start your 30 days for $1 risk-free trial membership at awakeningplus.com. Thanks for being here. Once again, I'm Benjamin Bernstein with astroshaman.com and awakeningplus.com. I can serve you with astrology readings, shamanic healing, awakening activation, astrological event timing, and one-of-a-kind life coaching. All my one-on-one services are equally effective in person or long distance. And during the pandemic, I have dropped my rates significantly. I also offer an unbeatable price on SolarFire, the number one astrology software for Windows. And as I mentioned, I run the Awakening Plus online membership for spiritual support. You can learn all about this and more at astroshaman.com. And check the show notes for all the things I was mentioning. Go to astroshaman.com slash 569. Please reach out if you have any questions. My email is astroshamanbenjamin at gmail.com. My number for voice and text, 828-338-9852. I'd love to connect with you. We're wrapping up. Please leave me a rating, review, or comment wherever you're getting this episode so others who also love astrology and spirituality can find it. Thanks again for spending this time with me. Stay safe, stay healthy. I wish you infinite blessings as the stars light your way.